This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1834, Six New York City Etiquette Tips with Nick Layton from Were You Raised by Wolves podcast. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American host, Lindsay McMahon, and today's featured guest coming to you from Denver, Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Are you visiting or living in New York City? New York is a special place with its own etiquette rules. On today's episode, we have special guest Nick Layton to share six etiquette crimes that are unique to New York City. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, listeners of All Ears English. I'm so excited today to have a guest on our show. Today, we have Nick Layton. Nick is an Emmy award-winning talk show host and journalist, the producer, editor, and co-host of the podcast, Were You Raised by Wolves? Nick is joined on his podcast by co-host Leah Bonema, a comedian who does stand-up comedy on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Welcome, Nick, to the show. I'm excited to have you here. Oh, thanks for having me. This is a treat. Oh, this is great. This is great. I've listened to your podcast a little bit here and there, and it is really interesting, the different topics you guys go into, and there's so much to think about. But first of all, I want to ask you about your podcast title. Were you raised by wolves? What, what does that mean? And why are we talking about wolves when it comes to manners and etiquette? Good question. Well, it's an expression, mm-hmm. and it basically is the idea of somebody who doesn't have good manners. And why they don't have good manners is that they were presumably raised in the wilderness, not by humans, uh, but by wild animals. And so, of course, somebody who's raised by wolves wouldn't know how to behave in society. Yeah. And so that's where this expression comes from. (laughs) I love it. It's so good. So guys, in American English, we do, we use this idiom, this expression sometimes, and we might ask someone, what are you doing? Were you raised by wolves? Why did you do that? Right? So that's such a natural piece of English. I love it. So good. So Nick, before we get into, we're going to talk a little bit about New York City today, because I know you are based in New York City. I've lived in New York and I know our listeners love New York City. But first, I want to know a little bit about what is the difference between etiquette and manners and which of the two do you guys focus on more on your show? Oh, that's a great question. So there's a lot of different ways you can think about it. But for me, I think of manners as the universal principles that all of us, no matter what culture we're from, Mm. all sort of believe in. And etiquette for me is the way a specific culture will interpret those manners. So here's an example. I think we all agree around the world that when we're driving our car, we shouldn't hit people. 
Yes. That's not something we should do. So that's a man. And yes. <laughs> we all agree on that. That's mm-hmm. that's good manners. Mm-hmm. But the way we express that, the etiquette is different. So mm. for example, in Australia, the etiquette is to drive on the left. In the United States, the etiquette is to drive on the right. Oh. It's different etiquette, but the same manners. We're trying to achieve the same principle. Got it. Or, or relatedly, uh, in houses of worship, uh, there are some religions where you would remove your hat to show mm-hmm. reverence to God. And mm-hmm. in other religions, you would actually keep your hat on, your head covered. Okay. And so different etiquette, same manners. Right. And so I think what's really interesting about our show is that we're always trying to actually go back to the manners. Mm-hmm. What is the universal principle behind what we're trying to do? And at okay. the end of the day, it's just trying to be mindful of other people, that other people exist. <laughs> yes. And that we want to just... Uh, be respectful and kind to other people. And I think around the world, I think we all agree on that. Yeah, I love it when we can get down to the core things that everyone in the world values, right? You know, on this show, we talk about connection, not perfection. And that's another core kind of manner in a way or a value or something that our hearts want, right? So manners are the things that we believe we should do around the world. And etiquette is kind of the way we get it done. Would you say that? Absolutely. And etiquette a lot of times is arbitrary or yes. sort of historical, mm-hmm. you know, why, why in the United States do we switch our fork from the right hand to the yes. left hand? I've you always know? wondered that too. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, there's a, uh, we'll, we'll get into that another day. But, <laughs> um, there's fascinating history for everything that every society does. And so it. on our show, we really kind of dig into both. Um, okay. And what's interesting is that all etiquette is local. Um, and how you define local, you know, it could be the United States. It can be New York state, it could be mm-hmm. New York city. Uh, and so it is interesting how New York city has its own etiquette. Yes. I love it. And that leads right into our core topic for today's episode. We are talking about basically two etiquette, etiquette crimes, I guess, or ways that etiquette shows up right, Nick in New York city. So I know many of our listeners have visited New York or dream of visiting New York. We all want to spend some time in that city. It's there's something magical about it, but there are certain things we need to know etiquette wise before we go there. So are you ready to get into this today, Nick? Absolutely. All right, let's get into it. So tell me what is the first area of etiquette of New York city etiquette that we need to know about before we visit or even live there? I think the most important thing is time yes, and being respectful of other people's time. And I think a lot of people who come here and sort of have a negative impression of New Yorkers, oh, they were rude, they were in a rush, uh, whatever the stereotypes may be, it always comes down to this idea of time. Mm-hmm. And I think for me as a New Yorker, being respectful of my time is very important. And when you're not, that's the biggest etiquette crime of them all. I love it. And so I think as a visitor, as a resident, it's just very important to be respectful of someone else's time. And so this comes up throughout your entire day. Yes. This comes up if you're going to a deli and you're stepping up to the counter. Mm. If you're not ready to order, you need to make sure you have that order in before you step up, because otherwise you're wasting everybody's time. And we don't like that. Yeah, this Um, this is a good one. And for our listeners, guys, we've talked about this before, you know, fast, casual ordering. It's really important to know what you're going to order. And for someone who is learning English and, you know, living in English when it's not their native language, that can be really challenging. So Nick, what do you recommend in that case? Just making sure it's all in your head or maybe writing it down what you want to order before getting in that line. Uh, definitely uh, writing it down is fine. 
Um, and if you're not ready, that's okay. Just step to the side and let the next person go ahead of you. Yeah. That's okay. all we need. You're like, oh, I'm not ready yet. I'm still deciding. Please go ahead. Yes. And that's fine. But what it. we don't want is for you to be at the counter asking a lot of questions mm -hmm. while there's a line behind you. Okay. Whether or not this is fair or reasonable, who could say? Who but could say? in New York City, <laughs> we, we really want you to be ready when you step up it's to the New plate. York. It's New York yes. and New Yorkers love their delis. I love it. Okay, so that's the first place it shows up. Is there anywhere else during our day that this time value shows up, that it's so important to respect it? Yes, walking down the street. So another thing that you often hear if you sort of look into New York etiquette is the idea of not blocking the sidewalk while you're walking. So either walking too slow, or if you're with somebody, you're walking side by side on a very narrow sidewalk. And mm -hmm. so somebody behind you can't easily pass. Okay. And yes. why that is related is that you're now making me late. You right. are slow and I'm trying to get somewhere. <laughs> and so this is also related uh, that you can't uh, be side by side, four by four people across the sidewalk if you're in a big group. Yes. Um, and and that's uh, a big deal for a lot of New Yorkers where we're it really is. annoyed by that. It is. I think there are certain neighborhoods that New Yorkers probably avoid in general. I know when I lived there, I really avoided Times Square because I knew there was going to be a fair amount of slow walking in that area, yeah. looking up, looking around, uh, even some places downtown I would try to avoid. And do you do that or do you find that you have to go everywhere and you end up dealing with slow walkers? Well, I mean, you you just have to live with slow walkers and that's fine. I mean, that's the cost of living in New York City. And I love tourists. I want you yeah, to come here. Of course. It's wonderful. Yes. Um, and I want you to experience what we experience. Um, but I also don't want you in my way. So if we could just do both <laughs> of those things, that would be very nice. I love it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Anything else in terms of time during the day? Hey, Nick, are I you there? I, yeah, yeah. Um, I think another thing that comes up is uh, when you're going through doors um, mm -hmm. and when you hold a door and when you don't hold a door. Okay. And so in New York City, it's actually very polite to hold an elevator door. Mm. Um, so even though intuitively you might think like, oh, no, we have to go quickly. If you actually let that door slam on me, now you're actually making me late because now I have to wait for the next elevator. Oh, wow. It's a little counterintuitive when you think about it at first. But there is a sense of camaraderie among New Yorkers sometimes, too. Right. I think that probably plays in there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because we are all in it together. Absolutely. Yes. yes, there's eight million of us, but we're all kind of on the same team. Mm. And so we're all trying to achieve the same thing on some level. <laughs> um, but when it comes to holding doors, don't do it on the subway. Okay. There'll be another subway. You are holding up a couple thousand people by holding mm -hmm. that door. Um, and that is rude. Okay. Okay. So this is good to know. So guys, the first value is time, you know, watch out for people's time in the deli line when you're walking on the street and not holding that subway door. And I also know you get yelled at by the lady on the train. If you do that too. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> you can. They don't hold back. Do they in New York? They do tend to unleash. <laughs> uh, fantastic. This is great. So what would be another kind of uh, etiquette area we need to pay attention to Nick when we visit New York? Well, space. 
New York okay. City, it's a, it's a dense place. There's a lot of people. And so being mindful of other people's space is also one of the sort of foundational principles mm -hmm. of New York City etiquette, for sure. Okay. And so, I mean, this manifests throughout everybody's day. But uh, today, uh, it's a little drizzly in New York City. There's umbrellas mm -hmm. out and uh, umbrellas. You know, it's these are narrow sidewalks. Right. Umbrellas can be big and you have to be mindful uh, that you are not alone. You are not mm. alone here. Yeah. And so please don't bring your golf umbrella. You know, <laughs> let's not have the world's largest umbrella. Right. And as you're passing people, there's some negotiation. Somebody's umbrella has to go up. Somebody's umbrella has to come down so you can pass. Right. Yes. And so this sort of ballet um, is something that you have to practice and then you have to do because otherwise, what 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 are we doing? Right. I mean, we're running into each other and we're having gridlock on the sidewalk. We can't actually move at that point, right? Our umbrellas right. are kind of crashing into each other. Interesting. Right. So, and does that require kind of an eye contact situation then between New Yorkers or what, is that just a natural kind of physical movement? One goes up and we see the other one. Well, when you live in New York city long enough, you are able to be aware of other people without actually looking at them. Because mm. uh, we don't typically make a lot of direct <laughs> eye contact in New York right. City on right. the street. But you are aware, oh, there's somebody walking towards me, they have an umbrella, you're aware of where you are, your umbrella. And yes. so you just sort of do this nice pantomime around each other. Yeah. Um, so, but so if you need to make eye contact, you know, this is fine. Um, but the idea is to not like be in the way with your umbrella and I can't get around you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think people have varying levels of sort of spatial awareness, body awareness, right? I mean, pe yes. some people are really good at that. Others, not as much. And so we should be aware of how good we are at that. So we know what to watch out for guys when we are watch, uh, walking the streets of New York, right? I have things kind of changed uh, after the health crisis, Nick, on the streets, have things become quieter? I mean, have you noticed a, a significant change in the, the, the atmosphere? In uh, I mean, I mean, during the height uh, of the pandemic, definitely it was uh, quieter for sure yeah. without tourism, right. um, but tourism is back. I think probably is. Okay. bigger and better than ever. Um, I know in my neighborhood, it's it's real crowded. <laughs> and okay. so okay. it's wonderful, you know, because that, oh, that hum you kind of miss. Oh, and yeah. one of the funnest things about living in New York City is overhearing people on the street, eavesdropping on people's conversations. Right. right. And during the pandemic, we didn't have that. And you really missed that. That is um, fun. But the, also... the things that you overhear are truly wonderful. And that's one of the <laughs> highlights of being uh, in New York City. It really is. And we make that recommendation sometimes to our listeners, even as a great way to practice your English on the subway. You know, you can overhear conversations and practice your listening. And <laughs> it is a great way to get better at a language. Fantastic. Okay. So umbrellas are one way that space manifests for us. What else, Nick? I think another fun thing to keep in mind is that New York City has a lot of celebrities, a lot yes. of famous people that you would recognize. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, in New York, we're too cool. We're too cool we to yep. uh, fawn over celebrities. Yeah. And so if you see a celebrity, it's very New York of you to pretend that you don't notice or don't care. <laughs> and so you want to give them space. That's another occasion when you want to give someone space. Yes. Um, you don't want to go up to them or bother them. And so, yeah, celebrities yeah. in New York City, for sure. Give yeah, them let, let them be. There is, there is something like if I, you know, if I go up to this person, it, I'm going to look like too much of a, too much of a tourist or too much of a, a fan person or something, right? Instead, we want to kind of hang out. I remember when I taught tennis in New York, one of our clients, their kids that were a 
pretty famous movie star. Um, and mm-hmm. she came to pick up her kid. And I remember having that, that negotiation in my head, like, what do I do? You know? And so I kind of just ignored and held back and just did my thing. But yeah, there's always that thought in your mind. What should you do in that moment when you see a celebrity? Really interesting. Yes. Um, what you do is you just clock it. Yep. And then you privately text everybody, you know, exactly, exactly. Make sure everyone knows, just don't have that interaction with the celebrity on the spot. There you exactly. go. I love exactly. it. Is there one other thing, Nick, that we need to know about physical space? No bikes on the sidewalk. Oh yeah. New York yeah. city. It's a great city to bike around, especially Manhattan. Um, a lot of, uh, bike paths, very easy to get to different neighborhoods, a uh, great way just to get around, but you got to stay in the street or in the bike lanes. Um, it's actually not allowed to have uh, right. bike riding on the sidewalk. There's just too many people. It's too dangerous and yeah. you're in everybody's way. Oh, that so, makes total sense. I mean, it is very dangerous, right? And be careful when you're biking in general, right? I see a lot of bike accidents in New York just because people are flying, you know, past the cars, right? But it's better to be out there in the road than endangering the pedestrians on the sidewalk for sure. Do you bike in the city? I do. Yeah. It's a great way to get uh, to a lot of places. It's often faster than the subway and mm. definitely faster than a cab or a Uber. Oh, okay. I love that. I never biked. I always walked everywhere in New York, but I think it's good to find other ways to do it for sure. This is fantastic. So Nick, is there any final piece of advice or words of wisdom that you would like to offer our audience if they're thinking about coming to New York in terms of etiquette and manners? I think the idea is just to be mindful. Yeah. Uh, and wherever, this is not just for New York City, but I think as long as you make an effort to try to be mindful of other people's time, space, feelings, their property. Mm -hmm. As long as you try your best, New Yorkers are happy that you made an effort and we get that things happen. Etiquette crimes happen, uh, but it's never Mm -hmm. the crime. It's the cover up. So as long as you're sorry uh, about it, uh, if something were to happen, then that's fine. And we would love to see you in New York. Oh, I love that. It's never the crime. It's the cover up. I love that point, right? When you commit an etiquette crime, maybe acknowledge it or apologize or do something if it makes sense in that moment and definitely visit New York City. This has been great, Nick. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Would you let our listeners know where they can find your podcast to get more episodes on topics like this? Oh, please. Yes. Visit wereyouraisedbywolves.com and find us wherever you find podcasts. And we would love to have you download one of our episodes. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And I hope to have you on again soon, Nick. Have a good one. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.